Hi, this is Kale Ward. This is Jessica Button. I didn't, I didn't do it again. I forgot the thing. Oh, you should be on. Why? Uh, late. No, what comes after no. you? Why can't I figure it out? V. <laughs> okay. Voluptuous. Vicky. Why'd you have to make it a woman? I was gonna <laughs> go for an object. See. You are the worst improv partner. <laughs> you have to yes and. I know. Anyway. This is Gone Global. Gone Christmas. Christmas Global. We we dang came Christmas. Nope. I regret that. Please take that out. <laughs> Christmas. Baby, please come home. What'd you learn this week? Ooh, why am I always surprised by this question that mm-hmm. we ask every single week? <laughs> yep. Uh, you can't trust anybody. <laughs> Do elaborate. <No. laughs> oh. Oh, no, it's just been an election and it was terrible. So everything that I have learned has disappeared into a hole of despair. So you can't trust anybody. So you can't trust anybody. I trust you. Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, I did. So, well, guess I'm stuck with it. Yeah, that's your own damn fault. What did you learn this week? I learned that I run very well to My Chemical Romance. I can see that. I can see that. There's a good beat to it. It was uh, the Danger Days album. Which one was that again? Their third one. Where they did the... The one with uh, Grant Morrison. Oh, it was the dystopian future or mm-hmm. whatever, and they mm-hmm. were the uh, the colorful rebels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely see that that would be good running music. Appropriately on the same day that you're speaking of, and it just the music fit, and uh, the whole thing just worked. Yeah, yeah, I uh, bet. So, oh, I did learn something also related to music that the. So I listen to my music on Deezer, and there's something odd happening that when you start to play a playlist or something, it plays a song, repeats that song, okay, and then completely stops. Sounds like you need to switch over to Spotify. Yeah, possibly. Anyway. Deezer, more like Deezer. Couldn't couldn't quite get there. It's a family (laughs) podcast, Jessica. (laughs) nuts um so (laughs) it was my choice this week it is and i decided to talk about baked goods Mm, what kind of baked goods christmas ones whoa because we have a theme this month that's right it's christmas christmas Um, but i do have a little game for us to play oh after our main topic oh after okay you want to give me a clue what it is Okay, it's a Mad Lib. It's a Mad Lib game. What's that again? It's when you have to fill in the blanks mm-hmm. of a um, of a of a sentence or a passage. Okay. Uh, this one will be more of a fill in the blank for guessing. So I don't know if that's technically Mad Libs, but I am very interested to hear. Okay. What, uh, and they are Christmas themed. Oh, very good. So you have that to look forward to after Excellent. we talk about. Baked goods. Excellent. I believe right. it is you first. 
Even though it's your choice? Yep. All right. Uh, so I have not done my usual writing down all the history of something. I'm gonna gonna wing it and just talk about how they taste and how they're yummy. Um, there is a little history in there because it's still me. But, um, so I would like to talk about general Christmas bake things. One of the famous is, one of the most famous is the Christmas pudding. Right, so that is a green and red pudding, like a like a creamy sort of um, almost gelatinous kind of um, thing. It goes in a bowl, generally topped with, I would say, probably like red vanilla uh, wafer cookies. And what are you talking about? It's got like a whipped cream trim around the inside. What are you talking about? Christmas pudding. No. That's not what Christmas pudding no, is? No, not at all. Anyway, no. But you do set a Christmas food pudding on fire. Because it contains a lot of alcohol. Okay. You threw a lot at me there. What is a Christmas pudding? <laughs> so a Christmas pudding goes back a long way in history in British tradition. Um, it's first thought to have been... Uh, created in the 1500s, some say even earlier, but back then it was meat. And it was, so I read something before that made me laugh that it's a cross between haggis and a fruitcake. Oh man. I know, I know, that made me laugh a lot. Um, But basically, back in the olden days, they used to um, preserve meats and things with fruit and dried fruit and spices and things um and then they put it in like a sheep stomach or skin bits of an animal to keep it preserved Uh but this evolved when dried fruits became more available and then it became a sweet pudding so it's a sweet pudding today basically it's fruit dried fruit um flour, egg, and brandy. That's where the alcohol comes in. Okay, now here's what I want to clear up. You're not using pudding in the way I'm used to the word pudding. Pudding is any dessert. Pudding is made by the Jell-O Corporation that you put in a bowl. Nope. Pudding is anything. Pudding's what you eat after dinner. Hmm. It's just dessert. So is this like a like a loaf? No, it's usually in like a ball shape. A ball shape? Mm-hmm. Have um, I seen this before? Yes, you don't like it. It doesn't surprise <laughs> No, it, so apparently it was always a very big thing and it was kind of a status symbol that you could have the biggest one. And um, I also read some things that it was kind of like so stodgy that it was a fasting thing before Christmas festivities. But in the Victorian age, it kind of got solidified as that's what you have with Christmas dinner um, as your dessert. And there are various traditions about it. Um, Some say that it should be made of 13 ingredients to represent everybody that visited Jesus when he was born. Um, And then there's there's another tradition that every... The the Sunday before Christmas... um, 
that's the the sort of final part of the cake being made and every member of the family should stir it east to west to represent the three kings every member of the family stirs it mm-hmm. in the direction of east to west yeah to represent the three kings mm-hmm. go on then yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know this this was what i was reading about it um Christmas puddings also can have things in them. Um, We were just having a conversation about this yesterday, actually, that certain things mean different things. So you could, like, and if you find the thing, it's lucky. Um, So people used to put, like, a coin in there. Um, There was also different meanings that if you found a ring and you were single, that you would be married that year. Similar to, like, a king cake. Exactly, exactly. the, The baby in the cake. Yep. Exactly. I see. Um, so there's lots of tradition with it, but actually it's... Kind of now No, it's good. I like it. But now it's just sort of a... General dessert? Yeah. Huh. For like we, we tend to have one, but we get a very small one and we have a different dessert as well. Like we usually have a trifle or something. Um, there is many people who like to make them make them a couple of months in advance so the fruit absorbs all the alcohol and then you keep adding alcohol to it. Whoa. I know. I bet that's terrible. I don't know. I've never tried a, a proper one that's been fed for a long time. That's what you call it. You call it feeding it, the alcohol. Oh. And then, yeah, when you bring it out, you set it on fire and you serve it. How long would you feed it? Uh, a couple of months, I think. A couple of months? Oh, no. It de- it depends. I've never done it myself, so I don't exactly know, but I have heard of people doing it for months. You, that, know, you do it, like, once a week for months. That, I mean, <laughs> that's still crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. Uh, apparently there was also a game in Victorian times when it was on fire that was called, um, Dragon's Fruit, and children would, like, pick raisins off as it was still on fire. Sounds appropriate. I know, uh, right? Victorian, yeah. I know, right? They didn't die of disease. They, you set your children on fire by trying to get raisins out of a flaming alcoholic pudding. Yeah, yeah. So that's Christmas pudding. Um... One thing that is quite similar in taste to a Christmas pudding is a mince pie. Okay, so this one is beef. It's beef no. in a um, in a pie crust. Nope. And you put it in the oven for four hundred degrees at thirty minutes, and you put a whipped cream on top, and then you eat it. No, man. But it's called a mince pie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're almost there, except that it's not meat. Even though this is another thing that when it first came about, it was meat. And they gradually took the meat out to make it a sweet pie. Okay. Okay. So I wasn't that far off. No. <laughs> but this is, um, this is another thing that you put more alcohol into. You don't usually have alcohol in the filling, but... A traditional thing is to have it with brandy cream, which is just whipped cream with brandy in it. In the filling, you mean the 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 stuff in the pot? Yeah, which is it's called suet. And suet. 
<laughs> no, so it, which originally was um, the fat around beef organs or something. Yeah, I know, it's all super gross, but now it's it's a sweet, it's like a candied fruit uh, with raisins, orange peel, um, and then some spices in it. And it's sort of like in a, in a jam. You know, all those typical uh, delicious fruits. Yeah. Like orange peels. Yeah. It's flavor. <laughs> I know yes. I know how much you hate them and yep, I'm never you're right. never it gonna sure win. Is flavor. And I'm never gonna win this. <laughs> I love them and I am gonna be eating a million when we go home. Yuck. Uh why is this one special? Mince pies. Yeah. They've just always been around. I I did look it up, but there's nothing majorly exciting. They they did come about around the same time as a Christmas pudding, um, and then they became very sort of intricate shapes for wealthy people to show that they could afford the best pastry chefs. Um, but now they're just a very small, like, cupcake size. Yeah, you get them in little tins that are maybe, yeah, about cup, cupcake yeah. size. Are there, I guess there are big pie-sized ones that you would get at like a... I'm not actually sure. Because the the thing about them is that, like, they're not very thick. Like, it's the pastry part that gives it a structure. Okay. So, like, a bit in the middle would be just wet. <laughs> well. <laughs> I suppose. But, no, I, I don't know, actually. I guess I guess with a big one, I, I'm picturing something like a, like a pecan pie in sort of the way it would stick together no i I don't no i don't think so but i don't know huh gross hmm what else um that's the main things really we also have we have a thing of decorating gingerbread men at christmas but i i think that's not really exclusively christmas anymore oh really Mm. huh that's the only time i've ever seen it is christmas hmm gingerbread men or houses mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah houses is an american thing though that's only oh, very it? recently come to oh the rest of the world hmm. okay mm. but yeah i like christmas desserts very much mince pies are my favorite are they mm-hmm. gross what's your second favorite Peppermint creams, maybe, which is just uh, ice and sugar with peppermint in it, and then you dip them in a little chocolate. It's just pure sugar with mint flavor. That doesn't sound terrible. I don't think you'd like it. I mean, you're probably <laughs> right. Um, so for me, Christmas baked goods are the ones that my mom makes. Mm. And we don't. As far as I know, we don't go for like the usual uh, American Christmas things. What's the usual American Christmas? Thing? Well, you beat me to what I was going to say. I have no idea. Right. Okay. I, uh, for um, in, in my head, it's it, it is a lot of cookies, a lot of like yeah, sugar you, cookies. yeah. I was going to say you do like sugar cookies that are easy to decorate, right? Yeah, gingerbread houses, mm-hmm. men, mm-hmm. whatever. I and I feel like the rest is just sort of. Pies, mm. 
you get your pecan. Sometimes somebody will bring a pumpkin. Mm. Uh, but isn't that Thanksgiving really? I think I think um, Christmas pies sort of carry over. Right. Okay. Um, that reminds me, we do still have an apple one in the freezer. We might have to leave that now. <laughs> Eat it when we come back. Why don't we just take it? I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Isn't it like a special diet apple pie or something? Diet apple pie. Yeah, it doesn't have like no gluten or sugar or no. Where do we get? Did you make an apple pie? No, Julia brought an apple pie for herself. That yeah. was all of those things. Oh, and she ate it. Yeah. Okay. I made a separate one, but we never put it in the oven because it was. Oh. Well, maybe we should take it. Mm. It's a riveting podcast. I know, I know. But so (laughs) my favorite ones are typically the ones you can just kind of grab and go. Mm. So um, my very, very very all-time favorite are no-bake cookies. Mm. And these are just um, oatmeal, peanut butter, and chocolate. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm. They're my absolute all-time favorite, and I've never made them. They're also butter and sugar. Even butter. <laughs> because I've made them for you before, and it's mostly butter and sugar. Um, yeah, I refuse to make them because I will devour them, and I will hurt myself. Mm. <laughs> Here's what allrecipes.com has to say about no-bake cookies. Tasty no-bake cookies made with oatmeal, peanut butter, and cocoa. Thanks, allrecipes.com. <laughs> Do you keep no-bake cookies in the fridge is a popular search question people ask on Google. And the answer is no, you keep them in my tummy. (laughs) I was going to say surely, yes, because they they fall apart quite easily. I haven't quite got them right yet. I believe in you. I mean, you still ate them all in like a second. Yep. (laughs) No-bake cookies are the one type of cookie that I can devour nothing flat and feel nothing (laughs) my mom also makes something called tinglings what's that it's like a chocolate a chocolate stick mess it's sticks of some variety covered in chocolate and put in the fridge how do you mean sticks do you mean like pretzels ah let me tell you the other thing i learned today it's not pretzels it's chow mein noodles Oh, weird. I had no idea. Huh, all right. Because, like, pretzels I could I could see. That's yeah. pretty easy. Uh-huh. But it's chow mein noodles. Wow. Whoa. Genuinely didn't know that. <laughs> Did you find out from your mom today? Yeah. All right. Because I, right. I needed to figure out what the name was. Mm. And apparently they're called tinglings. Is that is that a Dunno. thing or is that a mum thing? Well, I did, the the reason I know it's chow mein noodles is because she told me the name, and I googled them real quick, and that was how uh, I found out they're chow mein noodles, okay, and not pretzel sticks. Mm. And then I confirmed it with her, mm-hmm. and she went, "Well, yeah." Mm. All right. So there's that. Mm. The other ones she makes are called Buckeyes. Oh, what's that? Buckeyes are, uh, they're kind of like little peanut butter balls. Okay. Surrounded by chocolate. And Mm. they make kind of the shape of an eye. 
and they mm. have just a little bit of history associated to them. There is also a nut called the Ohio Buckeye, the Aeschylus glabra, more commonly known as the Ohio Buckeye. It's a tree named after Captain Daniel Davis. Uh, he proclaimed the first tree felled west of the Ohio River would be named a Buckeye tree, and the nut of this tree can be blanched and used for tanning leather, and when dried it can be strung into a necklace. After that, the Buckeye was a name used for the people of the state of Ohio, and then Ohio State University began using it as the name for their football team. I was going to say, is that not a sports team? Yep, the Ohio State University. Mm. And then the candy came along. Mm. Um, it's made to look like the nut, which might be conkers, actually. A Buckeye's a conker! Whoa! I, I didn't, I was just looking at this, I only just realized. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about here. Huh. That's amazing. They're conkers here. I think they're conkers. Whoa. There you go. And you, you were always saying how crazy they were that they're here. And I thought you'd never seen them before. Well, actually, I guess in Texas, you probably yeah, didn't. <laughs> Texas, not Ohio. But, so it's a, um oldtimecandy.com describes the candy version of the Buckeye as peanut butter fudge dipped in milk chocolate. There's a small circle of the peanut butter left visible. It's a popular candy during Christmas, college football, and wedding season. (laughs) Is that not most of the year? (laughs) I don't know about wedding season, but... Fair enough. Um, I have a question. Is this this all stuff that your mum just made or is it like family recipes or long traditions or anything don't know all right i really i really have no idea hmm. I, she just kind of makes them all right uh when it comes to the christmas day mm. she spends the whole day making them yeah i remember the 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 year i came for it wasn't christmas but it was just after it was new year yeah um and we had she made us loads of great baked goods and I took a block of chocolate fudge home with me and I took it on the plane and security yep. took it out and they were like, uh, ma'am, what is this? And I was like, it's just fudge, it's just, just, just fudge. And it was fine. But they were very suspicious of... You should have given them some. They love it when you do that. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah, American airport security is not scary at all. Well, maybe they'd be less <laughs> scary if you... All right. Are you ready for this? Yes. Let's make the transition into the game. Alright, this is the Wacky Christmas Headline Roundup. So these are Christmas headlines, Christmas-related headlines, mm-hmm. uh, where I have taken out key words mm-hmm. that make the headline. So, you have to guess what the words are. Okay. To finish the headline. All right. I've given you hints as to the rest of the headline and the parts of speech they are. So here's number one. Blank, blank, blank from York shop. Adjective, noun, and verb. Okay. So that adjective, noun, verb is the order that they're in. Correct. That corresponds to the... Correct. Uh, 
Naked Santa screams from York Shop. Is that your final answer? Yes, absolutely. The answer is Baby Jesus stolen from York Shop. Oh, no. (laughs) There's a... What was he doing in there? I guess it's a pawn shop. (laughs) Okay. So there's a, a letter from the 26th of December of 2015 from one... Uh, Maureen Robinson in yorkpress.co.uk is where I got this. Mm. Baby Jesus was stolen from a crib in the press uh, from December 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, baby Jesus was stolen from a crib, and we have an identical crib set which was bought in Bethlehem 29 years ago. All the figures are handcrafted. Mm. It is sad that someone would steal from it, but if this person had to steal... He did not choose money, drugs, or drink. He took a wooden image of the most important person ever given to this earth. The Christ child. Mm. The son of God. Mm. I hope he returns it to the shop, but if not, and he still has it, may he feel God's love surround him every time he looks at it. Mm. It's very nice of them. Very nice. Thank you, Maureen Robinson from Broadway, York. York, UK. I believe so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, number two. Blank, high on blank blank, blank in and puts up blank blank. Uh, so it's a noun, mm-hmm. a two-word noun, a verb, a proper noun, and a noun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida man. One word, Florida man. High on eggnog bursts in and puts up Christmas decorations. Ooh. <laughs> Legitimately, that's not too far. All off. right, all right. So the headline is Burglar High on Bath Salts. What? <laughs> breaks into family's home and puts up Christmas decorations. Fair enough. Why not? Uh, in a letter from, in a uh, article by Philip Caulfield of the New York Daily News, uh, he says, Snorting basalts puts one Ohio crook in the Christmas spirit, mm. the police say. Cops in Ven- Vandalia, north of Dayton, say Terry Trent, 44, was high on the designer drug when he broke into a family's home put up some Christmas decorations, and then plop down on a couch to watch television. So, Florida man, the reason that's real funny is because the basalts thing originally started in Florida. Why does that not yeah. surprise me? <laughs> so you were real close. <laughs> so for everybody who doesn't know, Florida man is sort of a joke because all of the headlines about Florida man, not a single one, but the general species of Florida man does something crazy like um, plays golf and jumps on an alligator or something like that. Like, and they're so frequent that it's now become a meme of like Florida man it's, does it, something stupid. It's best if you think of him as uh, of all the headlines as connected. Yep. That's yep. How it's I, just one single man. <laughs> yeah, one man is doing all these crazy things. Mm-hmm. All right, number three. Officials warn of, quote, blank blank, unquote, mass on Christmas blank that can contain hundreds of blank blank blank. 
So you're looking at a noun, adjective, adjective, noun, verb, noun, noun. Ugh, this is too complicated. Officials warn of killer bees mass on Christmas day that can contain hundreds of stinging bee stings. Again, not that really? far Really? <laughs> that one was a completely wild joke. The headline is, Officials warn of walnut-sized mass on Christmas tree that can contain hundreds of praying mantis eggs. What? That's terrifying. Officials shared a photo showing a mass saying they can contain between 100 and... Between, <laughs> between 100 and 100 eggs. Oh. Good to know. So you're looking at about a hundred eggs. <laughs> Don't when break... was this? This year. Oh no. December twelfth, twenty nineteen. Don't bring them inside. This post read. They will hatch and starve. What are you gonna do if the praying mantises starve? Oh my gosh. Officials recommend taking the mass outside. Hmm. Or you could have a hundred praying mantis eggs. And you could try and feed them, and you could make a praying mantis army, just in time for Christmas. You know, that popular Christmas tradition? Yes. All right, the final one. I'm very interested to hear what what you're going to have for this one. Blank, 89, granted, quote, blank, blank, unquote, blank wish. Noun, adjective, noun, Verb slash noun. Oh, verb slash noun. The hint I will give you here is it's a a verb that is a type of noun. (laughs) That's not helpful. It's a profession is what I'll give you. Okay. Grandma, 89. Granted. Office, hottie, dying wish. Woman, 89. Granted. Big biceps, stripper wish. Wait, was, the was was the wish the strippers or the old ladies? The old ladies. Huh. The woman who was 89 was granted her big biceps stripper wish. This doesn't make sense to me. Like, just the word order of the... Tell, tell me the story. So, uh, a woman in a care home... Here's Here's the headline that was on the BBC. I got this from this headline from Twitter. Mm. But the headline from the BBC says, Care Home Resident Granted Big Bicep strip Stripper Wish. So this woman, I guess, made uh, put like a Christmas wish mm. on a tree. Mm-hmm. And her wish was she wanted to see a big bicep stripper come into All the right. care home. All right. And the, uh, the managers of the care home apparently made that happen all right good for them good the, for her the stripper uh showed up in a fireman costume mm-hmm. and everybody got to pose with him mm-hmm. the woman said i thought that he was amazing i wish he could visit us every day said the resident who made the request mm. he made me feel like i was young again i loved every second good for her home manager charlene van tonder said care home life was not all about knitting or watching television 
and said they were keen to ensure that there are no limitations so that every day could be different and fun. That's very nice. Great. There you go. I did it. That was... I, I was actually joking in most of those, and I got... I'm... <laughs> That the two and three, I really thought three would be the harder one, the one about the wasps. Yeah, and you came pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the wacky Christmas holiday headline roundup. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go, I'll put up a theme song of some yeah. kind. So next week that is it. Next week is Christmas. Christmas. We will be in the UK by the time we record. Uh huh. Uh, we were talking about maybe doing Christmas traditions. It's going to be a real short episode that consists of opening presents. All right, I will deal with that. Well, my worry is that our listeners won't. Because so, <laughs> it'll be like a two-second episode. What's your Christmas tradition? We open presents. Hmm. Okay, well, instead of reacting to that bit, why don't you tell the people where they can find us? You can find us all over the place. We are on anchor.fm. You can find us there at anchor.fm slash gone global. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Podcoin, lots of other places where you get your podcasts. Basically, everywhere you could want, we are there. If you are listening to us, you did it. Great job. Do you have any favorite Christmas baked goods? Please let us know by leaving us a voice message on our Anchor page. You can leave us that message and we will respond to it or maybe play it. We haven't decided how that works. We haven't gotten one. But we will figure something out on the show. Mm-hmm. And so you can find that on anchor.fm slash The other ways you can do all that is to write to us on our email at goneglobalpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at goneglobalpod. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at totointo, that's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W, and you can listen to the show that I sometimes do with Jess, but I all the time do it with uh, my good comics pal, Sean Bartley. We do a Watchmen review called We Watch the Watchmen, and this week is the season, potentially, series finale. And it is about to go down. Are they going to hold it up? Who knows? Not if it's going down, I tell you that right now. I think that's all. That's all mine, I think. Where can the people find you? Twitter and Instagram, at Toto and Toto, that's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. And they can find me at Twitter at Jen91, J-I-A-N-91. Don't forget to call your stripper and have him bring you a milk tray, because that's what the ladies love. Hey, if he'll bring me a milk tray when you won't, your days might be numbered, my friend. Well, I mean, he's probably a respectable young... I'm sure he is. ...fellow, bringing all those nice ladies the milk tray. Mm-hmm.